This is Erin Bubb, and you are listening to The Shine Podcast. We exist to help ignite, love, and empower women to become everything that they were created to be. Only then can we go out and really shine as our brightest self to impact the kingdom of God. Hey guys, this is Erin Bubb. Welcome back to The Shine Podcast. Um, I actually had a plan for the podcast this week, and as I was sitting here spending some time with God this morning, he really took me on a left turn. Um, It is Monday morning. It is still early in the morning, and I literally just pulled out my podcast uh, equipment just to talk to you guys today and to really just share some thoughts. So as I was spending time with God this morning, these thoughts and questions just really came to my mind, and I, I started journaling and just writing some things out. And so today what I want to do is I'm just going to kind of go through my thoughts and read them with you guys and reflect on this because I always tell people your story matters, your thoughts matter. And I think it's so important to be real. And I think it's so important to just share our thoughts with people. You know, we have questions and I think it's okay to question God sometimes. It's okay to sit with some things with God and That's really what I challenged you guys to do on the last podcast and on last month was learning how to sit at the feet of Jesus and listen. And, you know, I did this whole message about how we live in a world of Martha's and we need to try to be more like Mary and sit at the feet of Jesus and what that really looks like. And since I did that message last month, I have actually really been trying to sit at the feet of Jesus. Um, I've been trying to spend a lot more time with God and just be quiet and be still and listen and like figure out what that looks like. I tell you guys all the time, anytime I share a message with you guys, it is coming from God. It is not coming from me. So do not think that I am ever sitting here doing any of this perfect. I am learning just as you guys are. When God gives me a message like that about sitting at the feet of Jesus, Most of the time it hits me just as hard as it hits any of you. And then I have to sit with it and chew on it and process it myself just as well. So I've really been doing that the last couple weeks. And you guys know in Shine, I decided to take the summer off and I'm kind of taking a break and I'm stepping back and I'm just really trying to find my rest. And God asked me to take the summer to rest, to recover, to recuperate and to do a lot of behind the scenes stuff in shine so that when we come back in the fall, it's that much better. So I have been sitting with God a lot these last couple of weeks um, and just trying to listen. And this is where I want to be 100% honest with you guys and just share my thoughts and my feelings on this topic because in 100% honesty, uh, rawness and vulnerability, I have been struggling in the sitting. So I have taken a break from a lot of things. Um, My kids are on summer break and my schedule went from go, go, go to a complete halt overnight. And I have really been struggling with this sitting of feeling like, what am I doing? Like, what am I supposed to be doing? Like, God, what, what is it now that you're wanting me to do? And it feels so awkward to just sit at the feet of Jesus. And I know that's what the story told us. And I know that's what I preached on. And that's where I just want to be honest because sitting at the feet of Jesus and not doing anything sometimes can be very hard and awkward. And I think we need to learn how to process through this and what that looks like. And that's 
where I just want to share my thoughts with you and my questions with you and just talk to you like a friend today of what that looks like. Um, if you guys have been around Shine for a while or have gotten to know me, you know years ago I really struggled with um, a long season of depression. And I have always kept myself busy to keep myself out of depression, to keep myself out of my own thoughts, out of my own way. And so I try to keep myself very busy um, and very intentional with my time because I have learned myself that, you know, sometimes when I'm bored, they say all the times, idle hands are the devil's workshop. Sometimes when I'm bored, I get in my head and I get myself in trouble and then I find myself spiraling. So sitting in these last couple of weeks trying to be quiet and trying to listen, I have realized that it is a little bit of a trigger for me and it is a slippery slope and I have to be very careful that as I'm finding time to rest, as I'm finding time to relax, as I'm time, trying to find time to sit at the feet of Jesus and really listen that I honestly have to be very careful that it does not turn into a slippery slope for me and to push me back into like a weird depression. Um, And how insane is that? When God asks me to do something, when God asks me to take a season of rest, when God asks me to take some time off to sit with him and to listen, how quickly the enemy comes in and he tries to take over and he gets in my head And he has almost kind of made me lazy in a way. And so I need to, I've been really sitting with this of like, okay, God, what is this going to look like for me? What, what is this rest time and this relaxation time and this sitting with you time going to look like for me? Because I have to be, and this is where I think you guys, we have to have honest, real conversations with God. And I think that is where sitting at the feet of Jesus, it is, it's a raw, vulnerable like honesty of God, like, God, I'm sitting here, but I'm, I'm struggling a little bit. What is this going to look like for me? And I want to ask you guys a question. When you are resting and you are trying to relax and you're trying to spend time with God or do all these things, 100% honest, this was one of the questions um, that God asked me this morning. And so I really want to ask you, when you are resting and relaxing and trying to sit at the feet of Jesus and trying to spend time with God, are you honestly resting and relaxing? Or are you filling that time and space with other things and maybe even things of the world? Maybe it's Netflix. Maybe you're sitting around watching shows and watching Netflix and just wasting that time trying to numb yourself and to escape reality. Maybe you're scrolling social media and you're just finding yourself sitting there just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. Are you going shopping? Are you mindlessly eating? Are you doing some things that probably aren't good for you because it feels so awkward just to sit and to be and to do nothing? And like I said, in all honesty, I have found myself doing a couple of these things in these last two weeks, just trying to figure out like how to sit in this stillness and how to sit in this space and how quickly I find myself grabbing at things. What would I know I should be in my Bible? I know I should be listening to worship music, but when there is, you know, eight, nine, 10, 12 hours in the day, I can only read my Bible for so long. And now what do I do with the other time? I spend time with my kids. You know, we go swimming. We're doing fun like, things like that. I'm having friends over. I'm going to coffee. But then there's still this awkward stillness of like, what do I 
do with myself? And those are the hard questions I've actually been asking God. And he has given me some answers this morning that I just wanted to share with you guys. Um, And I want to tell you a story real quick because I, I really think we live in a world and a culture where we are so overstimulated. We are so overstimulated by the things of the world and by technology and by everything being right there at the, you know, at the tip of our fingers all the time that we are so overstimulated that we honestly don't know how to stop. We don't know how to slow down and it feels so awkward to us because our brains are so used to going so quickly all the time to actually reverse that is almost painful and hard. And this is where I wanted to show you share with you guys a little story and you may hear some pages flipping as I'm doing this because these were honest um, questions and things that I was writing in my journal this morning when I was spending time with God and I am just reading them to you and sharing my thoughts but uh, last week my youngest son went to camp church camp and I had my older son with me and we were standing there getting ready to pick him up and we had been in line or just standing there outside of the church waiting I'm not even joking less than five minutes and my son looks at me he goes I'm bored (laughs) I'm like what do you mean you're bored I'm like we just got out of the car we've been standing here less than five minutes and it just hit me like a ton of bricks how overstimulated we are as a culture that we don't even know how to sit or stand or be still for five minutes and our brains are telling us that we're bored we're supposed to do something and that's even what's been happening with me these last couple weeks is like I almost feel guilty And that's where I'm telling you guys about the enemy of how quickly he came in, um, in my time of rest, when I'm honestly trying to honor God and do what God has asked me to do, how quickly the enemy came in because I started feeling guilty. I started feeling shame, like I was being lazy and I, I should be doing more and I should be out there doing stuff. And he comes in so quick and gets in our head. Like, why is that? That when we are still for five minutes, 10 minutes, one hour, that there is something in us that starts making us feel guilty or shameful that we're not allowed to have that rest. And that's just a question that I think you should sit with with God as well of like, why do I feel that way, God? Like, what is it in me? What is it in around me? What is it the world has trained me that I feel guilty that I can't take five minutes to be bored? And, And listening to my child say that, really made me think of like, oh my gosh, what are we doing? Like, I think boredom sometimes is a good thing. I think boredom sometimes, you know, makes you use your imagination. It gives you time to think. And I I talked about this when I did the message about Mary, that sometimes you have to be quiet enough to listen to what God wants to say. But in that quietness, we're bored or we feel awkward or we feel guilty or we feel shameful. Um, Another question I had, and this is actually one a girlfriend shared with me about a week ago, Um, and I love to be hundred percent honest with you guys. I love when people ask questions. I don't think there is such thing as a stupid question. I think questions are powerful. I think questions are insightful. I think questions are a way that we are honestly trying to understand. We are trying to figure it out. And if you're not asking questions, are you actually understanding? Are you actually learning? And she asked this question. It was actually when we were doing coffee and conversation, on Saturday and I thought it was such a powerful question because she we were talking about Mary versus Martha and how we live in a Martha world and we need to be more like Mary and she said and it kind of stuck with me she said but if we're all Mary 
and all if we're all sitting at the feet of Jesus, how are we supposed to get anything done? And I was like, that's so true, though. You know, the, the Bible says that we need to be more like Mary and sit at the feet of Jesus. And I do think we do. But if we're constantly sitting at the feet of Jesus, how do we get anything done? And who's going to get anything done? And I just loved that question. And I've really been sitting with it. And this is, you know, the Bible talks about this all the time, about meditating on his word, meditating on what he says. That means sitting and thinking about it and pondering. And I think that's where sitting at the feet of Jesus comes. And so that's what I've been doing. I took that question and it kind of just stuck with me. And I've just really been sitting with it and pondering and thinking about it because she's right. If we're constantly sitting at the feet of Jesus and we're constantly being like Mary, where's the Martha that's going to get the things done? And so this is what God kind of revealed to me this morning. And I wanted to share with you guys just as something to think about. I think sometimes when we think about rest and relaxation, we think about doing nothing. I want to say that one more time. I think sometimes when we talk about rest and relaxation, we think about sitting around and doing nothing. And I don't think that that is the way it's supposed to go. I don't think rest means not moving. I don't think rest and relax, because here's the thing. A lot of times we're not tired physically. We are actually more tired mentally and emotionally. And half the times it's more of like our soul is tired. Does anybody else's soul feel tired? Like you're trying to do it all, but there's just something inside you that is constantly exhausted. That is your soul tired. You are not physically tired. You are more mentally or emotionally or just your heart, your soul is just tired. So how do we feel that? And as I've been sitting about sitting with this, um, you know, the word God gave me for this year was peace. And I think I told you guys at the beginning of the year when I thought about peace, I thought that I was going to have a really easy year that it was going to be a super simple year and, you know, things were just going to be easy and I was going to have a peace. And the more and more I sat with that and the more and more I sat with God with this word of God, what does this word look like? What does this mean? He gave me this visual image of a tornado. And I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie Twister, um, but in that movie, they are in the middle of a tornado. They are in the middle of a twister where everything around them is going crazy. Everything around them is chaotic. But they find themselves in the eye of the storm. And in the eye of the storm, it is beautiful. And it is peaceful. And it is calm. And that was the vision that God really gave me at the beginning of the year for my word peace is that it was my job to keep myself in the eye of the storm. It was my job that as the tornado went on around me and as the chaos and the things of life were going on around me, that it was my job to find the peace, which is Jesus Christ. Jesus is the peace. Jesus is the prince of peace. He is the calm in our storm. He is the eye of the storm. And when we focus on him and laser in on him, we can have peace and rest and calmness in our soul why everything else is going on around us. So he reminded me of that this morning that, you know, I can still be doing things. I can still be moving my feet. I can still be out in the world walking in my calling and in my giftings. 
but I have to find the rest and the calmness and the peace within my heart. And so I want to remind you guys today that sometimes rest and relaxation and spending time with Jesus doesn't mean not doing anything. It doesn't mean you just sit on the floor all day long listening for God. You can still be moving. You can still be walking. You can still be doing your daily job, but finding peace and calmness and rest in your heart. If you keep your eyes on Jesus, if you find the calm in the middle of the storm. And so, you know, I've been reflecting on this. The other thing that I've been doing these last couple of weeks is if you know we are doing the Jenny Allen If Conference here in a couple of weeks. So I've really been watching all of the videos for the If Conference um, and kind of prepping and getting ready for all of that stuff. And it is very ironic to me that the whole conference this year is on Psalms 23. And I don't want to give you guys too much information because it's really good. Um, and if you're coming or if you plan on watching it or if you've already watched it, I don't want to ruin it. But the whole thing talks about how he makes us lie down in green pastures and how he is our shepherd. And it is our job to calm the noise around us so that we can focus on the shepherd, that we can follow the shepherd, that we can listen to the shepherd's voice. And there's a movie that I love. Um, it's called For the Love of the Game with Kevin Costner, and he is a baseball pitcher. And he has to learn to drown out the noise of the crowd in this movie. And what he says is when he's looking down, you know, the, the plate at the batter, he says, clear the mechanism. And everything around him just goes quiet and numbed where he can laser focus on what he needs to do and to drown out the noise around him. And that's really what God is sharing with me right now is like clear the mechanism, drown out the noise, put yourself in the eye of the storm, let the world spin on around you, keep walking, keep moving, keep doing your thing, keep stepping, 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 but focus in on me and laser focus on me. I am your shepherd. Follow me. Listen to my voice. And I think that is more sitting at the feet of Jesus than actually I think we get too technical sometimes when we read the Bible or we see things. We think like sitting at the feet of Jesus means we have to sit at the feet of Jesus. I think it just means being with him, walking with him, moving with him, letting him guide us. And so I have learned in these last couple of weeks that sitting still for me is actually dangerous. It's actually a slippery slope for me as somebody who has, you know, struggled with depression before that if I sit too long and if I get too bored, that it is going to be a slippery slope for me and it can actually take me to a dangerous place. And even though I'm trying to do something good, I'm trying to do something right, I'm trying to honor and listen to what God has asked me to do, it can be very dangerous for me. So I've been asking him, God, what does that look like for me? What is finding rest and relaxation look like for me, but in a way that it's not going to take me back to a dangerous place that you have pulled me out of, that you have rescued out of? And what he kind of shared with me this morning is, and this is powerful, and I want you guys to think about this too, when you're sitting with Jesus, when you're walking with Jesus, when you're spending time with Jesus, when you're listening to Jesus' voice, it is having a relationship with Jesus. 
He wants a relationship with you. He just wants to spend time with you. He wants to be with you. He wants to talk to you. He wants to love you. He wants to pour into you. He wants to guide you. And what does a relationship look like? So I've really been thinking about like a relationship with a friend or a relationship with a spouse or a boyfriend or a girlfriend. What does that look like? And I think that is going to look so different for every single one of us because we all have different personalities. We all have different stories. We all have different purposes in life and any relationship. So look at married couples. I could be sitting in a room with 10 married couples and all of our relationships are going to look completely different because we're all different people and we all have different, you know, excitements and wants and desires. So for example, me and my husband are very active. We love doing things together. We love going paddleboarding. We love going to the gym. We love going hiking. We love being active and moving our feet and doing things together. So why in the world would I think with my personality that God would want me just to sit and do nothing? When he made me a person that likes to go, that likes to be adventurous, that's how I need to spend my time with God. That's how I need to spend my time with Jesus is getting in action with him, going hiking and letting him speak to me, getting out on my paddleboard, laying out by my pool. I don't know what that's going to look like, but why would I think that I am the type of person that's supposed to sit, like literally sit with Jesus when sitting for me is one of the hardest things to do. So I want you to think about your time with Jesus as like an actual relationship. There are couples that are going to want to be active together and go do things together. There are going to be couples that want to sit and watch movies, and just chill together, and just enjoy each other's time. There's going to be couples that want to get dressed up, and go out to a fancy dinner, and make it a whole experience. There's going to be couples that want to stay in their pajamas, and order in, and watch a movie at home. There's going to be couples that want to read in bed next to to each other. There's going to be couples that want to just talk to each other. There's going to be couples that do projects together, and like to use their hands, and get creative, and, and you guys, Do you not see this? This is how your time and your relationship with Jesus should be. Figure out who you are, what you enjoy, what you like, and let that be your time with Jesus. And it's going to look different for every single one of us. There is no one size fits all sitting at the feet of Jesus. Every one of us is a different person with different personalities and different thoughts and different likes. And we're all going to have a completely different relationship with Jesus. And that is okay. That is the beautiful thing in it. So don't think because one person is spending time with Jesus that that's how you're supposed to spend time with Jesus. You need to spend time with Jesus the way you need to spend time with Jesus. The thing that's going to make you happy and full and vibrant and actually fill your cup and make you feel better and full on the inside. And as I've been sitting here the last two weeks trying to quote unquote sit with Jesus, I realized the sitting was actually making me more miserable. It was actually making me more depressed. It was actually making me have anxiety and have guilt and shame. And I'm realizing that when I sit with Jesus and when I spend time with Jesus, it's going to look a lot different And I'm going to have an active relationship with Jesus. So I just wanted to talk to you guys today. I wanted to have a very real conversation. And as you're sitting with Jesus, as you're spending time with him, ask him what your relationship with him is going to look like, because it's going to be different for us all. I hope you all have an amazing, amazing.